What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD Podcast. (laughs) Period. Snitches get stitched. (laughs) I don't ever forget it. I know it's Black History Month, but let the girls know. Tell them that in the Alicia fashion, it's two things. The first one, snitches get pictures. The second one is, let's talk about how you can't do shit for a bitch. First of all, speaking of Black History Month, tomorrow um, I do have to post you know, I've been posting my Black Bins every day. Tomorrow is going to be the podcast. So if you're listening now, please take a moment to rate and or leave a review um, both on the Apple Podcast app and Spotify. Spotify does allow reviews now. If you could just leave a cute little statement or just tap the fifth star, whatever works for you, you know, just help us get some visibility in these streets. Um, but yeah. So welcome to another episode of OD Podcast. Uh, happy Tuesday. All right. So how your week been? Um, I chipped a tooth. So that's gonna how you do that? Eating that black ice cream that I posted. So I have this um ice cream shop that is at the bottom, like on my street, and they sell the black ice cream when I've been meeting to stop in there because but I'm like, I don't want to walk in there when it's a lot of people and just be like, what flavor is the black one? And then they see it be something I don't like, and I just walk like out. Like licorice. So I was like, oh, it ain't nobody in there. So I went in there, and she was like, it was horchata. Um, realistic, uh, um, to be honest, I have never really had a horchata. Makuchi horchata. But I was like, whatever, let me try it. But it was so good, just like cinnamon toast crunch, without the crunchies. But I cracked my tooth on the cone. My tooth was already ready what to go. What the cone was made out of? Crack rock? My tooth was ready to go. Okay. So ha- it's literally half of my tooth. So now I have to speed this process up. I'm not mad because I knew that this was an issue. Like the day that this started bothering me was the day of Malone's funeral. Oh, Jesus. So I- it's my fault that I haven't gotten this second care of. And yet. so what, it was bothering you pain-wise? And it just happened to chip as well? At, at Malone's funeral, the day, on the, literally on the way, um my feeling cracked and mm. popped out and it was the most excruciating pain it wasn't even like pain it was like my nerve was exposed so it was just really weird like feeling like i had to pull the car away it was so bad so man, i know them kind of tooth pains are no freaking joke man Ooh, yeah. i know i always talk about going away end up going away in like a day well, the next day it was it wasn't hurt no more. But the the facts that remain is that my tooth was cracking. I was like, you know what? I need to figure out solutions. And so the solution that I was given in Georgia was um I can either get a root canal and get the tooth repaired. But I told her that I think the tooth is very weak because that um uh, feeling was in since I was about 13. So it was no way that I wanted to get that redone. So I'm like, I would rather get it pulled out get a crown or a bridge or whatever you know an implant yeah or a bridge yeah i was about to say man let me tell you something i've definitely had a root canal on the tooth before only to end up having to get it pulled and i've heard several people say the same thing they always talk about saving the tooth don't even listen it's so don't quick and easy to get a tooth pulled i mean i know it's not the fun thing to do but you can definitely get replace it the same day so yeah it's it's all oh, they do it the same day well, my dentist made my crown in-house. Like, he made everything in-house. So some people have sent off to a lab, but he's really good with making them by hand. 
I'm sure they do that out here. Hmm. I'm sure they do that out here. Yeah, I mean, a lot of places do. A lot of places do. So that that's what I'm dealing with. Um, also, it's Super Bowl week, and um, I was booked for something. I, you know, that wasn't here, but that got canceled. So I'll be here. So I'll be working. Um, apparently, got me a new client. Two of them. Okay. That I'm really excited about. So, um, yeah. Like Super mortal Bowl. clients, not mortal. What <laughs> citizen <laughs> clients? What you mean by that? Celebrity or like. Hermes. Oh, yeah, it's a celebrity client. Oh, they okay. hit me up last night and they were like raving about it. And they were like, oh yeah, we need to, we need you for this day, this day, this day, this day. Like it was like a five day booking. Then okay. I got booked for a video for a new artist that I don't know, but I'm excited for. Okay. Um, On Friday. And then I'm working with HBO tomorrow. So I've been having to drive far as fuck to get COVID tests. Um, done for this show but i mean i didn't mind because i'm like it's for work anyway but and then yesterday they got us they made us drive to venice like venice beach to get a cover test i'm like is that far i don't know um going it took like 30 minutes coming back home it was like 19 got it but not far yeah that ain't nothing well congratulations you know so you know at i've been saying on previous episodes can't wait for things to get steady and start moving and shaking, and it's moving and it's shaking. We did have an earthquake this morning, so that ain't <laughs> so it's literally me. moving and shaking. Yeah. So, but things are moving and shaking, which I am grateful for. Um. So I put in an offer on my investment property. They are moving very slow, and I don't like that. Um. But I will say they have been okay. So okay, I put the offer in. I feel like I tried them, but clearly I ain't tried them hard enough because they was entertaining it. So they have, they wanted some adjustments. We made adjustments and we sent the contract out today. I mean, in Atlanta culture, that contract would have been signed hours ago, but we're going to assume lunchtime tomorrow and we can officially be on the contract, hopefully. Yeah. Um, then hope, ideally we'll be closing in the middle of March. So yeah, I'm really excited. I, I drove to the state that I'm buying this property in this weekend, saw it in person, was very impressed, um, was actually really excited. And so I made some plans around it. And um, that's pretty much it. I, I'm probably going to live there like every week or every other week or so until it's ready. There's some things I want to change. Like it's definitely got some wallpaper that I want to take down. And it's like, if um, it have those stained mirrors on the wall. And if they were just regular mirrors, I could, you know, rock with it. But them stained mirrors is giving like, I don't know, crookling or something. But I'm kind of, I'm kind of nervous. I'm not nervous in the sense of like doing it. Cause I bought properties now four times at this point, it doesn't be the fourth time, yeah. but I'm, it's just the process of having tenants. And so, um, I think the system that I'm going to implement is going to be pretty seamless, but you just never know what people got up their sleeves. So I'm a, I'm a little concerned about that, but you know, I have a grandfather who lives very, very close to this property how, how close he lives to the house that's what i was gonna ask you um you know what so it was let's see because when i went to his house it was nine minutes from the other pro i looked at a couple properties yeah. okay so he is actually 17 minutes from the investment property which is fine but I, I, I only said that because he has several bedrooms so if i need to spend time out there 
and have someone to stay, I can stay at my granddad's house. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm really I'm just excited because so this house is actually pretty nice. It's nice enough for me to live in, it. and that's been my thing. Like okay, whatever investment property I decide to get, I want it to be a, a house that if I felt like I need to drop everything and sell what I got, I would live in it. So I'm really proud about that. And then I'm gonna get a second one probably either later this year or early next year, and I'm gonna make it purely Airbnb. I'm just test the waters in that because they don't have a lot of options in this area. Yeah. And I think that when it comes to certain events that only occurs a couple times a year, I might can, you know, run my money up real quick. So that's fine though, because that's definitely going to be lucrative for you. Um, yeah. I'm getting this house for pennies basically for what I get yeah. half an acre of land, three bedroom, two bath, got two covered sheds in the backyard, a closed shed with a log, got a patio. It's, it's nice. I can't even flex. Yeah. It's a really nice street. But I be thinking about that too, with about the tenant thing. Um, and I'm, I'm. The thing is, I actually have friends or a friend who has rental properties in the same area, and she has friends as well that are doing the same thing. So I feel like I have a little network of what to do because they've been doing it for a long, long time. But anyway, I'm just nervous about that, but I'm not, I'm not scared. I just want to make sure that I am following the right steps to protect myself in case I don't want to make any rookie mistakes. Basically. Yeah, I feel that. Um, that's how I'm feel. I feel like that living out here like i don't want to make no rookie mistakes even though it's good to just make them now since it's the beginning yeah but i still just try to be careful about what i'm doing uh, especially after this washing machine situation oh I yeah did now. you get rid of it no i lowered the price um to get more buyers and they keep hitting me up but you know of course people on those sites they're very they, you know as they should be they have, very, they have a lot of questions and I just keep suggesting they come look at it because I'm like, I can do a load for you or I can run it so you can see it. Uh, but What are they asking? I mean, somebody literally asked me today, so tell me about the washing machines. <laughs> I, what do you want me to say? Like, <laughs> there was like, so are these still available? I was like, yeah. Oh, great. We're looking to buy them. So give me a little bit more information about these washers. Washing dryer. That's like, why when I um I don't got so good at selling. I don't know if you're on Facebook Marketplace, but whenever they reply, I'll give them all the information. Hey, just so you know, this is where I'm located. This minute off the mat, off the mat is this, 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 and this. Next question need to be what time are you available? Don't have time yeah, to be I'm gonna just make like a little pre-made and put it in my notes for that because like I said, I have people offer like somebody was trying to buy it the other day, but then um they flaked on me. They so that was on offer up. But, yeah, yeah, I ain't familiar with offer. I like Facebook Marketplace because you can go on their page and see how weird they are. Because they're the ones that get ignored. Yeah, I feel you. I wonder if Uber have can you can you Uber a pickup truck and then use it to move? Um, no. However, comma, I've had a friend who literally moved in an Uber, put the put the mattress on top of the Uber and everything. <laughs> nah, I I'm not lying. Bro, I seen so many videos of people in New York who be moving on the subway. I'm like, they ain't got, yeah, yeah I guess it's all about your environment. It's like, they ain't got no yeah. shame up there. I can't imagine. LA is similar to New York in that sense. Like, a lot of people out here have, they have cars, um, but it's also a great amount of people who don't, especially if you live downtown. Mm -hmm. So it's so, you see so many ways of people like transporting stuff. And it's so like now they use all these apps like Lug. I was telling you they have um, TaskRabbit, um, things like that. But even when grocery shopping, because people walk a lot out here, um, 
I've seen a lady put her groceries in a suitcase, big suitcase. She said, baby, because we don't, because we have to buy bags. So, yeah. 10 cents, child. But but people out here really do care about. As they should. You, you know, they care about the environment, I'm guessing. They they say that, but then I see so much trash on the ground. I've never seen this much litter in my life. Ever. disgusting. Ever. Like, this is insane. But, um. Yeah, they you know they use the reusable bags and all that stuff. I've seen people use suitcases, wagons. I mean, whatever you, literally, anything. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's move to the Black Business of the Week. Okay, so go turn. This is this Black Business of the Week. I did shout out on my Instagram stories, but I know that everybody who listens does not follow me, or they may not. They may have just missed it. And I realized that I never shouted them out ever as a business. So I want to give it. Uh, I want to make this business of the week. Um, this company called Greet Street. Um, it's a black-owned greeting card company, and they basically make cards themed around like popular culture. So there's this one uh holiday card with Tommy on the front. It says, "Sorry, I missed the holidays. I was at work." And if you watch Martin, you already know Tommy ain't got no job yeah and um i have actually purchased cards from this company i would tell you what they were but then uh, will spoil the fun <laughs> um but yeah they have some really cool stuff on here let me actually go to the instagram and share another one i saw the other day and i'm like oh my god it's so funny well like, they have an apology card with outcast and they say i apologize a trillion times it's really cool it's really it's, it's unique i like it so anyway you can check them out at greet street on instagram spelled greet like greeting and street like greg street you know so um yeah you do have to order directly from them they'll ship it to you whatever the case is but it's nice i think it's cool it's very unique so check it out and uh you know have fun with your cards um <laughs> so let's get into shop talk um oh can i go first please go first um what's up with y'all president is this true about the, the crack pipe okay so this is what i think i know and i didn't read it because i had already heard about it a little bit so yes but the, the headline i mean the headline isn't false it's just very extreme. So basically, because so many people are overdosing and getting ill from drugs, they're trying to make it safe for people that do use drugs. And so um, you remember we talked about that professor that was on that crack documentary with the locks. He actually talked about something like this as well, because in other countries, they have clinics where you can test the drugs or you have a safe space where you can do the drugs. And it's not necessary. I guess they feel like people are going to do drugs regardless and locking yeah. them up is not really going to be helpful. So if we if, if they're going to do the drugs, at least make sure that they are doing it in a safer manner than what they were doing before. Because, you know, people can turn a crack pipe into whatever the case is. So I don't know about crack exclusively. I think this applies to a lot of big drugs, though. But yeah, so essentially they're just trying to... I think it's interesting, though, because Joe Biden, is has he plays a big part on why drug users are in prison right now. That was gonna be my next thing. Open the doors. <laughs> yeah, not open the door. Guard. So, like, I wanted it, to be that dramatic. Cause no, for real, I don't understand. Like, I don't even know where the priority of this came from. Now, not that I mean, because it is kind of enabling drugs. I'm not here for. I don't really have a big solution to stop people from doing them. And I can understand the concern for wanting people to do them safely, but it's also like, what about the ones? who've been in prison for stuff that people are becoming billionaires off of, legally. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've seen that um, I feel that. I, um, I, I think that that's the thing about the little 
they were trying to make like the little stations for drug users. Mm-hmm. To- I think I saw New York doing it first. I think it was a yeah. state thing, but this is going to be more federal. Yeah, I don't know. But they definitely um, talking about bringing it out here really soon, which um, is kind of, I, I get it. And I'm kind of glad because um, I have a lot of triggers. You know, thank God that neither one of my parents, well, my mom did. I don't know what the daddy did prior to me. But <laughs> um, thank God my mom wasn't a drug user. Yeah. Um, I did catch her uh, smoking a little weed one time at a barbecue. But I'm like, girl, sweet. I, she was trying to hide it from me, but I'm like, you're fine. Like, I'm not, I'm, it's fine, girl. But um, as an adult, I had to, you know, live places that I normally wouldn't live, like with family members that, I mean, you would have told me that I would have lived with this person when I was like 10, 12. Mm-hmm. I would have told you to go jump off a bridge. And so I end up having to live with certain family members and things. And so that's why I'm so big on um, the drug usage. And I don't like to be around it that much because it's triggering. Like I watched my one of my favorite aunts and uncles like do drugs in my face. And it was insane. I, like I shouldn't know what crack smell like. You know what Absolutely I'm saying? Absolutely not, yeah. Like, and, and I feel like I understand that drug use, usage is a thing. Like, I understand that. Um, but, and I know that it's, it's, so, it's so many different situations where I can, like, finesse my way not to be around. But that was something that I couldn't because I lived there, and it just was traumatic for me. And so now as an adult, living in L.A., they do not care what they do and they don't care who they doing in front of so i can be walking to the corner store or walking to get ice cream and on that not even four minute walk not even three minute walk i'm i've i've seen three people do heroin or yeah, from walking crazy. Food, you know and i ain't never seen that before like and it could be cracked too because they use the same kind of method but um i just hear that heroin is like a big drug out here um, I mean, even down to like needles and um, I see a lot of people doing that out here. But I wonder if these efforts are going to stop people from doing it publicly. I think it's just going to be another way for them to do it. I just, I don't know. I mean, is it going to be like a crack house? I mean, yeah. I don't mean, to I mean say honestly, it. for real, for real, even watching Euphoria, um, once a person gets addicted to drugs, it's almost nothing you can do. Even yeah. even even when they get clean, this is a lot for a lot of people. Um, even when they get clean, they get they go back sometimes, or they you know they re- relapse. Now that's not the case for everybody, obviously, but for the most part, it's so hard to get a person off of drugs. Like it's so hard. So yeah, it's like, that, I mean, it is a it is a disability. It's as much yeah. as people may not want to acknowledge it. It is so. Yeah, I I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this rolls out. It's. It's just so weird to hear this, you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. And it's a lot of money they're investing in this. I'm like, listen, sweetie, if mm. I don't if I don't get my student loans paid, I might start doing I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Jokes. All right. <laughs> so next up on the on the um on the docket. Rihanna is pregnant for real. It's official. Yes. Yes. Um. Now, granted, somebody had said it a long, like some months ago, probably when she was like first officially pregnant, but it just kind of flew under the radar because because P- Rihanna is such a private person, people was like, nah, until Rihanna said herself, I ain't believing it. But somebody did break that news. We just didn't. Um, 
I believed it. I, I, I can remember about three months ago, I was like, I think she's pregnant for real this time. And it was because yeah, how she was dressing. It's so funny how pregnant people suddenly were. Now, granted, she always dresses the ways that she's been dressing, but it was very consistent. Very consistent. Her nose was looking different. And then her best friend, Melissa, had slipped up and said something. And she had to do damage control and come back on the neighborhood. So I can be like, wait, no, that doesn't confirm anything. I was. Oh, yeah. She liked the picture. She liked the post that said that Rihanna was pregnant. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, I, you know, I think that's beautiful. I think that um, I really enjoy seeing her that way. And I think that people have so many opinions about her because of the people that she's dated in the past. And I think that the problem is because her um, her ex was a billionaire from Dubai and all that sort of stuff. But let me tell you something. I understand that we all have dreams and aspirations of being the you know most wealthiest person and all this other stuff. But when it comes to connections with people, real people now, we're talking about flesh and blood. Um, it's not always about that because a lot of people have a problem with the fact that they think that ASAP doesn't ha uh, make money. Um, or like dark-skinned women. Yeah, he said some really crazy things in the past, which that part, that part, I'm like, oh, okay. Because for somebody who like snatches away um, fancy deals from people mm. who, you know, in, in that, mm. you know, that say certain things, I would think that she would be a little bit more careful about who she's dating. And for me personally, that just looks performative now because of who she is in a relationship with. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but or or she maybe, and this is not me caping, but maybe she just feel like that she knows him better than what he said. Maybe he doesn't. Because, I, you know, yeah. just like the Jeezy and Jenny my thing, it's like, what but he claims that they had a conversation about it so it's like okay well if y'all did then y'all did so yeah i'm in and for and to be honest like realistically it ain't none of our business like they dating what yeah. they doing in their time is the time but obviously she likes him enough to have a baby by him because i'm pretty sure this isn't her first time getting pregnant oh i'm just saying but that's not a reason why you think that that's not a read. She's had she had, she's had plenty of like long relationships before. That don't mean that I ain't never been pregnant. Well, pregnancy scares. I don't know. <laughs> Let me not make any assumptions like that. I feel like you ovarian shaming. <laughs> I'm not. I just feel like Rihanna is 33. Most of the times when I have conversations with women, they always say like, "Oh, I had this situation happen." Honey, I'm about to be 33 next week, and I ain't had no pregnancy scares since I was 17. Well, she could have had it when she was 17. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So, I'm done. <laughs> so, you know, you never know. But, um, yeah, I, I don't like how people keep trying her about that. Because it's like, okay, like, I get it. Um, I also don't like, I think that Twitter, Black Twitter, what's Twitter in general? Let me not, let me not generalize this, Black Hair Summer. But here, on Twitter in general, I hate how people are mad for other people. Like if say for instance, if something happens to me, or is this something that I have to deal with, I've forgiven that person, I've moved on. Let's keep let's let's do that. Um it's not y'all place to be like, I don't forgive them. I don't, you know, I mean, have your opinions. That's but, why you shouldn't put your business out there. Yeah, but I don't care what y'all think. It's just I'm like, she obviously is for, has forgiven this person, or she's she's moved on she's healed 
And now she got to be reminded of it because every time some, you know, they post a picture together or the picture service online, y'all got to make these think pieces. Like, yeah, I hate that. Y'all want to be Dr. Dr. Umar, please <laughs> just say that, you know? But anywho, Sorry. so I do have another shop talk. I'm going to move on from Rihanna, but that just brings me to my next one. So I don't know if you watched it, Alicia, but I, re- I watched the Janet Jackson documentary on Lifetime. I missed the first two parts, but I did watch the end of it. I need to go back and look at the, um, the earlier parts. And um, it was very interesting. I feel like it answered a lot of questions that I had because I never I never really understood the connection between Janet Jackson and Jermaine Dupri. And I'm not even talking down on Jermaine, but Jermaine is like, for me, Jermaine definitely worked with Mariah. To me, that's like one of his biggest artists that he's mm-hmm. worked with. But I always feel like um, Jermaine is like a Southern person, but shut me up because didn't know that he was on the Grammy board. So oh, really, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. He really got me right. He really got me together. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So he he be around. So this is how, because in my head, I'm like, DJ. I mean, Jenner. the thing is, it's I think like, his looks take away from his accolades because Jermaine Dupree is that dude when we talking production. Oh, no but doubt. people don't take him seriously. I think it's his younger people because I, you know me, I was a Bow Wow fiend. So I already knew the role he played, but it's just crazy because people, when they think about producers, people always want to talk about Diddy and Dr. Dre, which are icons, but Jermaine Dupree probably got more number ones than a lot of them. No, I don't know about Dr. Dre, but... Um, and and that also plays a part because a lot of the good music comes from the South. So during the documentary, one of the biggest highlights was the Super Bowl. So um, once again, I found it so crazy because for years I had so many people saying like, oh, we, we're mad at him because he hasn't publicly apologized. He hasn't done this. He hasn't said anything. And I think that now, now here is a legit reason to be mad. Um, I, I didn't know that she was blackballed from a lot of things. She wasn't able to go to the Grammys and Justin was. Um, yeah, I remember that. She didn't, she, she got like removed from, I think it was a Coca-Cola ad or something. Or Yeah, her, she lost a, a partnership with Coca-Cola because of her brother and he had was a micro, But that was like around the same time though. Uh no, her um was it? Yeah, she was oh, saying okay. that she was saying she was like all that stuff was happening around like similar times, if I'm not mistaken, but I'm I think she did say that. Okay. I think that her I think that her Coca-Cola deal was when he when Michael Jackson was first getting accused oh, the, in, the by the young man. Yeah. I don't think that was around the, I could be wrong though. You know, either way. Yeah, it was bad. So that maybe that was before the Coca-Cola deal. Or was it Pepsi? It was something. So she had a, because he had a Pepsi deal at first, right? Mm-hmm. He was on, it. yeah, he, that's, he was only with Pepsi. Okay, now I'm confused. But anywho, <laughs> I, I'm talking about Super Bowl. But um, Janet explained that she told him, she told him, don't say anything. Mm-hmm. She said, don't say anything about it. I'm, we're we're going to get through this together, but I just don't want you to get hurt or ridiculed even more than you already have. So initially she thought that he was going to get the blame in general, but she's like, just don't say anything. We're good. I don't I feel like he should have still said something because you can see all the stuff that was happening with Janet. Like I all do respect to the queen, but to me, it's somebody I work with. I would hate for them to catch the fall for something that I clearly did. And for so long, like she literally got banned from the Super Bowl, and he was able to perform again. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't make sense. 
he was able to perform again and um her videos got banned from MCV and VH1. It's so crazy. It was just so much crazy shit happening. But um even at, she made a statement on there how she um you know she's forgiving him, blah blah blah. We should all move on from it. Only just to get on Twitter and see people attack him. <laughs> saying they still don't forget. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's just, and I, me personally, I just feel, cause I've had that happen to me um, in person. I dated somebody and you know how sometimes your friends, like, especially the way they treated you, they be like, oh, I don't like him. Especially when it comes to like relationships, some stuff you just don't even, cause I get it. Uh, I would feel the same way if somebody told me something bad. Cause I'm like, why are you still with them? But it's deeper yeah. than that. And then like, when I forgave the person, and all the other stuff, it's like, I later found out that my friend went and DM'd him mm. and said some crazy shit, um, cussed mm. him out and then went and blocked him. So now it's just like, it looked deeper than what it is. Cause it's like, Jesus. I thought we was good. Yeah. Why did this happen? And I'm like, I didn't know it happened. Yeah. Oh so, my God. You know what I'm saying? You see how much more damage that has caused now? Like, and it's like natural business. That's how I'm looking at these situations. Cause it's like, she had to grow, go through those situations and she had to heal from it. And she did. She healed in her own way and she forgave him. She's not mad at him. They're still, they still keep in contact. They talk. What's the problem with y'all? Why y'all, y'all just that's got just one of my Yeah, I agree. But you know, that's how people are about stuff. They just don't listen. And I, I mean, people have their own reasons, but I just feel like it's just, so the social media aspect is what makes it weird. Cause it's like, you know, people for a long time after the OJ trial, they be like, you know, he did it or whatever the case is. But you, do you see people dragging OJ on social media? It's like you don't have to go on. Well, they do when he says stuff. Actually, yeah, they do. Actually, that's a terrible analogy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they definitely hate Jay Z too, though, because the Beyonce with the song. I'm like, we don't even know if she put the 100 full detail because that's just how Beyonce is. And on top of that, this is the thing too. Sometimes the headline gets all this traction, but the follow-up does not reach those same people. So people don't always get the clarity, the, like, you know, the situation with that, where that young lady accused that rapper of having an improper relationship with her son. And then she comes out and says oh, she lied. Man. Listen, it's a very terrible situation. Can she be a little bit more, can we get that a little more louder? I, honestly, like, okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know all the details because I was so irritated by it. I just know that she accused him of touching her son and then said that her son it lied was, because he was like it was like back like, and forth. like the way that she described it was fucking gruesome. It was yeah. like like for me, like to even think that and I'm like, I hope he didn't do that. And then only for that shit to come out that she was lying. Yeah, and then uh, it was a lie. I mean, I feel like she went back four or five different times saying she did, she did lie, she didn't lie, she did lie. But I'm just saying stuff like that, like people start to tune out. They're not, whatever the real truth is, they don't already pick the side. That's where they're going to be at. Yeah, I hate it. I just was, I just wish that, because I mean, even with me, like as a child, as a younger person, especially with me uh, being like a fan or super fan of Destiny's Child, I definitely held some resentment towards Farrah and Matthew. <laughs> so, you know, as I got older, I'm like, child, what is wrong with you? You know, it, like, it, yeah, you have an emotional attachment to these folks because you feel like, and that's what I, I see this a lot. So, okay, recently, okay, so I, you know, used to be very anti-YouTube couples, right? But one day I looked at a Dear and Ken vlog and I was like, okay, I get it. This is like a very like 
picture perfect family friendly couple they have not they actually have entertaining videos blah 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 say all to say they broken up and some drama has circulated now both of them anyway long story short you go into her diera's comments and these people are like worshiping her worshiping her because they feel like after all these years watching her they know her they know her character her intentions her personality so anything that anybody says about her is a lie because she's not like this she's this way she's this way so people like really get invested it's but it, it gets really weird and so when it's to the point where you on the internet defending them arguing for them and dragging other folks it's like you don't even know this person and will likely never know them. You can meet them or see them, but you are, you are a penny in a bag full of hundred dollar bills. Hmm. Nigga, I thought it out. <laughs> exactly. Go, <laughs> go throw it in a wishing well. But it's I so didn't know crazy. she had some drama. What she got going on? I know, I yes. Okay. So okay. So before her and Karen broke up, she had this friend. Okay. So she lived. You know, they lived in that building in Buckhead, right? Yeah. So one day this girl saw her and was like, I wonder if she want me to be her trainer because Deara had gained some weight or whatever the case is. I think this was because of COVID. So the girl introduced herself to Deara and she offered to train her. Okay, cool. Now the trainer's sister is the one that encouraged her to approach Deara. So now in the picture you have Deara, you have a trainer and her trainer's sister. Okay. Her sister is a stud. The trainer okay. is a feminine girl. Okay, cool. Now they hanging out a lot. They doing whatever they doing. Okay. But once Deara and Karen broke up, Deara was with the trainer and her sister all the time, like every single day they going everywhere together. And it just seemed a little odd because at first Deara would only post herself training with the girl and she asked, they were all in a, on a vlog with them before, but it was, it only seemed like she was friends with the trainer basically. But when they broke up, it was like, so the trainer had a girlfriend that she was with for seven years. So nobody was thinking nothing of it. But after a while, it's like, dang, why do you always with that girl's girlfriend and her sister all the time? Like, don't she got a girlfriend? So rumors started speculating right away, right away. And then sometimes Dear post a picture and you can see the person in the reflection taking a picture and it would clearly be the stud. So it's just all these different things speculated. So like two weeks ago, the girlfriend, she was like, so I guess the girlfriend had figured something was going on. But she didn't have the facts. Sometimes, you know how sometimes you be in love, so in love with somebody, you feel something a certain way, but you're not gonna believe it till you get hardcore evidence. This is what I gathered yeah. anyway. So turns out she got the confirmation she needed that Dierra was messing with, with her, her girlfriend, basically. And so she started exposing stuff to for lack of a better word. So she talked about um allegedly back in March of last year, um, Dierra had went to Savannah with the stud and the trainer or the sisters, I guess you could say, and texted the girlfriend asking for a hall pass and if she could sleep in the room with her girlfriend. Now she posted these text messages on social media, which was crazy because at that time, Dierra was with Ken and they had just bought some property. So it was just really weird, I think. But to me, I feel like that should have been a red flag back then. Maybe she was in denial, which is what she said. Anyway, Fast forward, I think at the time where the girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend now had got the confirmation that Deara was messing with her girlfriend, they was out in Louisiana celebrating the girl, the sister's mama birthday. So just all these little things. It's like, okay, now why are you down there? You know what I'm saying? And so um, also the girlfriend, I hope this don't sound too confusing, but the ex-girlfriend was doing Deara's makeup for free. They was hanging out together. They was going out together. So she just felt betrayed. Whether they was friends or not, it's still trifling. Just like the Portia situation with Simon and um, Fallon. It's one of those things where you are very familiar with me. You know who I'm with. 
And the girl said that her, the stud broke up with her like for no reason one day. And she was like, it must be somebody else. Turns out that somebody else was Dear. Now, Dear has never confirmed that she's with this person, but it's very clear. Her voice is in the background. Of all these, all, like not all, let me not say that. Her voice is in the background of some of her vlogs. When she went to celebrate New Year's Eve, they had went to this other YouTube couple's house and it was just four of them. And the fourth person who was not on camera was the stud. You can see the tattoos on her wrist. So it just, you know, it's very clear that she, she don't have to be in you no know, official relationship with this stud, but she's definitely doing something. And then to add insult to injury, I sound like these kids, but to add insult to injury, they had Diera, the stud and the stud sister had posted a picture from inside this hotel room. There was only two beds, three people and the bed that Diera and the stud was posing in front of had a pillow behind the headboard. Now, anybody that don't got freaky on the headboard know what that pillow is for. So people just put in, you know what I'm saying, little stuff together. So who knows? So long, I say all this to say, people people basically saying like, see, y'all thought De'Ara was this picture perfect girl, thought she was so innocent and y'all only was dragging Ken because he was the one that kept getting caught cheating. And so they just, people just felt like De'Ara can do no wrong. So when this happened, her fans was like in the girl comments, cussing her out, talking about why you want to say something now, you must be jealous, you know, just doing weird stuff. Mm -hmm. clearly something trifling happened the girl had that the girl didn't post that many text messages but that one alone about her asking to sleep in her room was very like excuse me yeah i, I thought she was just dating in like stud girl or something she is that's the drama oh the stud girl so she's dating the errors oh, that i'm thinking you talking about the feminine girl no i think that was just like her way of being around her but she was to end up messing with the stud girl. And they all lived in the same building. Well, at least the the trainer, the feminine girl lived in the building at, at, the, at the very least. That's crazy. Ain't it crazy? I just felt like that story was such a ramble. But anybody who's been keeping up with it, they know. And I feel so ashamed. I see, her, I see her with that daggone um, feminine girl all the time. I mean, the stud girl all the time. Like, everywhere she go. Like, she hang out. Exactly. And the girl don't got no Instagram. So, you know... It's, you know, it is, it's her business, whatever they decide to do, but it is trifling for if that's how she got with her. Like clearly, you know, it's, it's weird, but people like her, they kind of get put, put on this pedestal by their audiences. And for natural reasons, people, like they take a liking to these people. They become interested in, in investing in their lives. So, you know, she knows it's kind of like barbs, right? Like Nikki knows she can say or do anything. Her barbs. Huh? I laughed. Um, her fans gonna have her back. She can do little. She can literally go outside and kick fifteen puppies, and they'll find fault in the puppies. And I feel like that's the kind of fan base that some of these YouTubers have. So it's just been interesting reading these comments. But I'm like, y'all are sick in the head. Yeah. Um. I see Miss Minaj been trying to do a little damage control herself, child. She been doing something. She been on these little media runs. Now she always do that. Okay, but, but she been getting on live. She been on like. Yeah, she's been like. Cause, Cause, it started. She almost went down that path. That's why she had to hurry up and fix it. But when she did that interview and they brought up the city girls, and she was just like, "Oh, this just really hurt my." One thing I hate. Let me tell you something. I'm sorry if you're listening. You're a Sagittarius, but I got something to say. Um, I think that my problem with Sagittarius is that they are so mean. They're <laughs> so mean, and then when they get called out on they shit, they immediately be like. Well, I only did this or acted this way because of this. You did this to me, and it don't be nothing. It don't be nothing. It's just be like, you just wanted to bully me for real. Or yeah. attempt to. But anywho, she um said something, and she didn't say nothing wrong in the interview. She just said, like, oh, I did I wanted to work with them, but 
I saw that um, they had said a lot of shit about me on the internet. So I just, you know, she, she was like, I mean, I'm a human. So I'm like, I don't want to work with them because. Yeah, I did agree with what she said. I mean, even if the city girls was just talking to talk, because I feel like we say stuff about people all the time, but if we met yeah. them, we wouldn't be like mean to them. It's just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just talking. Yeah. You know just, even the rap that JT did, I'm like, oh, that was kind of harmless. Yeah. So even though it was, it's kind of dare be like, I hope, I hope somebody never see Jesus. But yeah. I feel like she just was trying to rap. You know, I I used to rap so crazy and saying stupid stuff all the time. Well, yeah, well, she she wouldn't clean that up. Um, she's been heavily. She she hinted that she collab after she says this all the time that she doesn't think that she'll collab with another female rapper because of the situation how handled, how it went down with Cardi and Megan. So. But whose fault was that? Who was even in the wrong in that situation? She just, she feel like Megan betrayed her. And then the situation with Cardi, I can go on that about that for a minute. So I'm going to just stay out of that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, yeah. look, I ain't a fan of no, no. I mean, I'm a fan of Cardi, but I'm, you know how I feel about Nikki and Megan. Sorry. Yeah. So she been, she been hitting that she did another collab with a female rapper, she said, when she's ready to release it, she'll release it. But I'm thinking that it's Coyle Ray, because Coyle Ray be posting a simple post, and then she'll go under it and be like, yeah, fuck them up, baby. And I'm like... Now, Coyle Ray, of all people, why she ain't do Lotto? Maybe she didn't win. Oh, uh, Alyssa ain't do a song with my girl. Yeah. She... Uh, well, I have, my... I have my theory, but I'm a chill. Oh, oh yeah, Ooh, her and Flamilly actually do good because they both got that little voice. A song, but anywho, yeah. So I feel like she's been on her damage control tour. She's been very well behaved since the song dropped. She uh, they should have uh, kept that song. Little baby could have dropped his verse, and that's all they could have did. She um she looks so much better. She ha- she looks like an adult. She don't have on that bullshit clothes. Um, I agree. She did have on a fire high dress though. Oh God, yes, the black one, right? I know. I had to. I was staring at it, and I was like, "Wait, that ain't no dress." I can't say. I'm like, "That's a bra and a damn waist trainer." I swear, I said that, and in my head, I'm like, "Girl, did nobody else notice that?" I don't know, but I did. I did too. I was like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, but um, good for her. I'm always. I'm all about people. Hopefully, it's genuine. That's all I have to say. But I'm always about people. Fixing their mistakes, learning from it, and moving on. That's a, yeah. You know, I think she's such an it. odd person. You know, I watched. I actually took the initiative to watch all her little clips that she did. I watched. Well, let me not say. I watched the clips that they that the blogs posted with her and Jada on live, and I watched the clips from um the Morning Hustle with L'Oreal, who where she made the comments about the City Girls. She's just such an interesting person. How she make her little sounds and stuff. I just be. Like, yeah, she's she's very she's a very odd person. And I also think that she has like an old way of thinking that she's not ready to let go, which is so stupid. Um, because I remember on the episode of Queen Radio, she was talking to Kaylani, and you know, the in, around these during these times, like um the conversation about gender and sexuality is very fragile, and it's so much to learn, it's so many mm-hmm. different things. So of course, Nikki is she she was raised by two parents from Trinidad. So I can only imagine her thought process of why she act the way she act, because 
I hang around a lot of West Indians and you have to literally force them to understand certain things. It's like, no, that's not how things are. Like, that's yeah. not it. It's, you shouldn't think like that. But Kaylani was explaining how she had a baby um, and she just, because um, Nikki asked her, this is how I knew that she was, she had an old way of thinking. She was like, oh, um, I see that you had a, um, you know, a child with your boyfriend. He, and she was like, well, he's not my boyfriend. She was like, oh. She was like, well, my question was like, do you plan on getting married since you had a baby? And she was like, no. <laughs> she was like, no, we're actually both bisexual. <laughs> and she was like, oh. Like, Nikki, like, gagged a Isn't little bit. is Nikki like, bisexual, though? It was fake. What was fake? Like, remember, you mean because when she came out, she was, like, talking about girls? I don't know. Actually, yeah, she said that she's never she's never did nothing with a girl. She just oh. was rapping about it. Oh, okay. Well, but Kaylani was just like, yeah, no, we're not getting married. She was like, we don't even date. She said we have a, um, we have a, we had a union, we had an agreement to have a baby, and she said we're both bisexual. He's bisexual and I'm bisexual. Right, and Nikki was like, I mean, she was thrown. She was like, oh, I seen a clip of her talking about, um butt stuff and she was acting very um prudish i was like girl yeah this is i'm telling and, you and she wanted to get on um the pushing peace song apparently or maybe it was another song and she didn't like how sexual i'm thinking when you whatever i mean people can grow people are allowed to grow and mature and she did say she has a child i get it but all right once again this is why i say that she just has like that old way of thinking it's like before you had a child, baby, you was doing, you know, saying stuff. And I, and he ain't even old enough to process this. And maybe later on, but... Baby ain't even got no name. <laughs> but my thing about it, my thing about that is, you think when he grow up, he not going to go listen to your old music when you exactly. was talking about... So what they got to do with that? Like, I look up what his daddy did to that lady. Still, you still talk about sexual things in your song. You make sexual, like, references and you curse, talk about guns, talk about drugs, talk about violence. Uh, but I also think that she probably probably isn't as angry now because she probably don't take them drugs no more because of the baby. Because okay. that lady been on drugs for 10 years. Nicki Minaj? Yes. Drugs like prescriptions or like crack? That lady raps about... She said it. Because um, Charlemagne tried to call her No, out but remember it. she was on live with Tay one time and she said that she didn't do drugs? She doesn't do... She says she doesn't do cocaine. Mm, okay let's change we don't spend a lot of time on this topic <laughs> she said she, okay but she don't do cocaine but she perks in autumn pills and who got how do you know this she said it oh she see i wouldn't it. know i'm because Charlemagne tried to call her out about it she was he she was like oh even the way she answered in that interview it was just so weird now, that like, was a long time ago and they were being annoying that, too but it was just a weird so you said that you don't do drugs and she said i never said that i never said that I said I don't do cocaine. I rap about it. And I'm very open about the things that I do. That's what she said. And I was like, oh, so you do be doing it. Yeah, what an interesting person. It's really tough for me to hop on the train. So we just Drug don't hop on That's why I said she must be She must be clean. She done went through withdrawals like Rue. Okay, please, please. I ain't, ain't you a barb? Jesus. I'm a barb, but I'm honest. And okay. I'm not even, I don't even consider myself a barb because I'm not going to go that hard. I, 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 I give humans a chance. I like humans. Okay. Uh, 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 like, I'm not going to give R. Kelly no chance. Okay, That's let's move on. All right. So, 
I wanted to talk about this. Now we can make this the main topic because I just kind of have an interesting um perspective on it. So we all seen the answers between Kanye and himself um this week. I mean, it was really targeted Ooh, towards Kim. I forgot about it and I'm ready. Yeah, so long story short, one of the many things that Kanye addressed was his daughter North being on TikTok. And um he basically was saying that she was on TikTok against his will, which is an incomplete statement, but I think he was trying to say that he does not want his daughter on TikTok, but Kim allows her on there anyway. He went as far as to even pull up the terms of agreement to use TikTok saying the child shouldn't, you know, it can't be on there, but I believe if I'm not mistaken, all of the, their kids had social media. I mean, they had, their, okay, some of them had TikToks, but they were deleted. And so the parents basically recreated it and made it seem like it was a shared account between them and the child, which we know is clearly a loophole to give the child a page, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I actually agree with Kanye. I don't think that children need to be on social media. Even if you're a celebrity kid, I feel like even more so a celebrity kid because they just have so much access to all these people who know who they are and know personal details about their family. And these kids are not young enough or mature. I mean, they're not old enough or mature enough to be able to interpret or decipher what is and is not good for them because they're just trying to have fun. Now you can have all these parental blocks and all this other stuff on these apps to make it a better experience for kids, but that is not foolproof. And so I do agree with that. And then several days later, Cardi posts about people that are leaving these bad comments on her daughter's Instagram account. And so it's just really sick. And so, um, I don't know. I just wanted to talk about like, you know, I know when we were younger, we definitely had social media, but it was so basic. Like we think about Tag and Bebo. I mean, people could leave comments, but there was no viral. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I would have to go to your page and see what people said. Yeah. There was no I, timeline. It, it also is the kid too, though, because sometimes people are very vulnerable. And especially when you're a kid, your brain isn't developed. And so I feel like in a way we were very mature because during that time, it was a lot of different things happening, like like uh, creeps writing kids trying to. Oh, make for it. sure, like, I remember. I definitely used to ignore messages all the time from people. Yeah, I but he was smart do. enough to know that that wasn't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. I I always feel like it's the kid, and I think that conversations has has to be had because I definitely agree with what Kanye said about it, and it's like especially the level of um the level of like celebrity that they are mm-hmm. it's, it's like especially you, you, don't need that. you don't need that i I wouldn't want her on there but um not trying to say that everybody has to monitor their life about that but this is why i understand why beyonce is so private and she lives her life in real life she come on social media when it's time to sell something or promote something or if she just want to be cute mm-hmm. but it's not like she's just oh, guys, I'm doing this today. I'm going this place because what happens is your child is watching you do this. Mm-hmm. And she's all, already made comments about it before. Like, you're always on, on oh, my, I do remember that. In your voice and mm-hmm. doing it like she's watching you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Those, and I do think that the Kardashians are very calculated. They're very intentional. Like very They will almost never allow something negative about them go out without them approving it. And so I think that it's completely different to have all these kids and try to make them go based on that because they don't even understand the value of it. And even though the Kardashians have always had money, they haven't had this kind of fame their whole life. So they were able to yeah. grow with that success and kind of like, you know, adapt to it. So 
I yeah, I agree. And about the Beyonce thing, it's almost like Blue was a spokesperson. The others ain't gonna never see no darn app. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think she be she kind of let Blue grow up a little bit before we even kind of like got even into her personality, but that also is a good and a bad thing. She probably looked at it like, you know what, they already know Blue, but while Blue was getting older, they were making comments about her hair and her Yes, look. oh, I remember. Oh, I remember. So it's like, she probably looking at that like, I don't want that. I don't want that. You know, oh, Beyonce has a, has a very like, um, she has a very interesting way about responding to drama, which I love. She always puts it in her music. So she'll, she, I remember- Tiffany. <laughs> I remember at Formation, she was saying that she was talking because you know they were talking about oh blue look like Jay-Z. She got the nose, she got mm-hmm. them big lips, she got the head, the hair nappy, and, and she put it in her song and said, That's what I love about my child. My child is black. I got a black kid. And um, you know, I love that. And I feel like she, her stuff is calculated as well, but I feel like it's in a, in a less tackier way. Right. And I think, and I also feel like Beyonce never had to do a rebrand. Kim Kardashian, the whole Kardashian family did a rebrand. And I yeah. feel like even with the statement she put out about Kanye, she probably did more than likely did not curate that herself. But we also don't know the role that she is playing behind the scenes for Kanye to even respond this way. But because she has been able to... Pr- uh, like decorate herself as this community activist, this new person, so mature law student. It's like she she couldn't possibly be doing anything to trigger the Kanye West. When I'm pretty sure she fished him out just much she fished her out for the mutual benefit of becoming this superpower couple. Oh, I feel like Kanye is not somebody who really makes rational decisions about who he wants to be. When he does something chaotic for the moment, and I think that the Kardashians do something chaotic for the long run. Yeah. Yeah, it's different. They grew up different. He grew up in Chicago and he, you know, and I thought it was very interesting over the years because I always wondered how their lives were um, dealing with each other, seeing how she grew up this way mm-hmm. and he grew up another way. Completely. And, he also and that money does not make you relatable. No, it doesn't. No, not at all. And so this is a, this is a, a example of why is, because sometimes that actually works. Like I, I definitely had a relationship with somebody who I we didn't have a relatable life like my life was this way and yeah and I felt like it was going cool until it wasn't because then when it didn't go good it was giving Kim a Kanye yeah I can't lie as soon as they got together I felt like it wasn't gonna last it did last a while don't get me wrong but I didn't think it was a happily ever after but I can understand what you're saying like I definitely have always wanted to be with somebody who has a very similar upbringing as me and if they don't then I feel like they need to be you know open-minded enough to accept things that are different because I think that those differences can be an issue like there are certain ways that people might not you know you know I always use the the ratchet like I know I'm loud I do a lot of things so it's like whatever man I end up with I always felt like you know you, you gotta to, accept this with me like I can tone it down if it makes you a little uncomfortable but I'm not changing who I am like if I hear rats on rats on rats come up I'm gonna stack my hands so deal with it nah, but real. but yeah I just feel like I don't know man I just hate I always talk about how I just hate that um like kids just they just want to have fun and TikTok is decorated as this cool fun dancing app to kids I mean it used to be a dancing app and so I think that it's just funny though because when I was a kid I used to think about how my mother would try to protect me from certain stuff and I used to feel like she was doing too much and in some cases she was but when I look back on the things she protected me from it's like wow I 
if I would have been able to hang out with those people I wanted to hang out with or go to those places, I don't know what in the world I would be doing now. Yeah, same. It's crazy. So I, I, I think I think as kids, we don't see that all the time. We we understand, but we think it's not that serious all the time. But it's like when you look at the news, you see these girls getting kidnapped or drugged or murdered. And it's like, well, that was that one girl in that one state because she did this. It's like, no, it can literally happen to anybody. And yeah. so I don't know when it when it comes to the kids, even though I remember they were letting North like wear makeup and it might seem innocent, but ain't nothing innocent about growing up in that household like they have yeah. such a dear i just i don't know i i do worry not, not only do i worry about the kids being on social media but I, I worry about their with them seeing how their parents handled it on social media too it's just it's a lot a lot going on but i'll tell you what because they had took mason off in there for a minute because he was getting in there dragging all their ass <laughs> they let him back on there and he be on like forums and stuff and you know what um, growing up, like in the MySpace era and all those things, the people that I used to know or hang out with, they used to be under forums and having those things. They were some real catty bitches. Yeah. Be real catty. And they were very smart. And so um, Mason got caught in the forums talking about his auntie Kendall. She was dragging her saying she boring. Boring? That she was born, she's like, You just don't have like an it factor. He was like, Kylie, she has it. And when people see her, they love her. They, they, you know, she has like, Imagine beefing with your nephew, bro. She was like, What is it about you that people love? Like, you know, it's you're very boring. Are you gonna have kids? Uh, like, he was just how did they know it was him? I don't know, but you know, his name was probably like not the real Mason. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but apparently that was. See, that's what I'm saying, and it's like honestly, truly, it's only so much you can do to stop them from being on the internet. Because I feel like when we were kids, we didn't have we had cell phones, but we didn't have we had to wait till we got home to get on the computer to get on the internet and stuff like that. But these kids, nine times out of ten times out of ten, they're gonna have a smartphone. That's really the only kind of phone to have. Yeah. So it's like you can put all these blockers and stuff, but I definitely know some kids who have made fake accounts. They've done. Like they just, they just got. That's the just part like too. That's why. That's why. That's probably why she let her on it because, I mean, realistically, she has nannies. Yeah. You know, she don't be watching her kids all the time, so they got phones. So you know, she's not dumb, and she hanging around people like Lele, who is a, 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 a teenager. Um. So of course she's like, oh. Let's just make a fake one. I know what I used to do when I was a kid. That's what I'm saying. We used you know to try I'm to find saying? a way to do stuff. I remember I used to talk on the phone with a boy. I would just tell my friend to call me and call him on three-way and then boom, we on the phone. Exactly. So it's like, I mean, I know it's like an archaic thing now looking back, but where there's a will, there is a way. There's nothing sneaky. I mean, yeah. kids are going to find so a way to get creative. In a way, in a way, I'm like, let her do it. I mean, if, if as long as her mom is like watching her, or if she don't post anything insane, or she's constantly checking like the DMs and stuff like that, or just checking the phone, or sometimes I, I think that technology these days are different too. Because um, I know some parents who allow their kids to do it, and they have like, say for instance, they'll have like their kids' account on their iPad while they got yeah. their phone, so that way. You but can the kid to make a fence <laughs> Yeah. That is true too, but you got to make it under that iCloud account, so it's gonna come up. Yeah. Now what? Now I know we're not parents, and we sit here discussing what kids should and shouldn't do, but it don't mean we don't have common sense. But do you think the exception should be made for a famous child, or if you want your child to be famous? Now, do you remember that little girl CCTV? She didn't really get much done. She wasn't that funny. I feel like I feel like her parents were trying to make her funny. It wasn't right. Her genuine personality. Um, 
I just, I just, I, okay. So we're in an age where social media is like number one entertainment. We don't even see kids play outside no more. I can't tell you the last time I no, seen. No, really. Like when I, it's one little kid in my neighborhood that um that goes to school, that catches a school bus. And I just saw them for the first time the other day. And I, you couldn't have told me there was anybody under 55 that lived over here besides me. I'm like, oh, we got kids over here. Didn't know. I mean, my neighbor downstairs has a um has a son, but I never ever see kids out here. Yeah, like it kind of started with our generation when we was on MySpace. Because after a while, we I remember running home from school to edit my page and what you mean? My, you used to be coming to my house. We've been yeah, uh, taking to, turns. Listen, listen, so I I get it. I just think that at this point, um, well, let me answer your question first. No, I don't think it should be. I don't think it should be different for celebrity kids and adult kids because um, when I look at people like Khalees and I look at people like Erica Badu and I look at people like, um, why can I think of this actress name? The black, she's black. Um, who we making the face? Carrie Hill, Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. When I think of these people, <laughs> that you have never seen that kids. Yeah, so, Erica Badu, you've seen her kids, but they don't have social media like that. What don't they do? Let me stop lying on her because she definitely. I know what you mean. So, but but to be so fair though, like if your kid is gonna do something, they're gonna do it regardless. It's it's just up yeah. to parent to learn how to communicate with your kids. Learn because that's the same with anybody. It's like we all we all have different ways of um, receiving information. And you have to be, that's why it's very important for you to be a part of your kid's life and just. Yeah. And be intentional. And I like how Monica does her kids. Cause then whenever she tags them, if you tap on, let's say Rodney's page, it'll say page managed by my mom. And he always have 100 followers. Like clearly they don't allow him to accept follow requests. So it's like, maybe you can have a more cure. If you're going to have him on the internet, he's only able to see stuff from, huh? Yeah. You, you can only be able to watch it if you know, she approves of it. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, I do get people wanting their kids to get famous and stuff like that, but I just don't want. I don't. I don't. I just. I don't know. It's it's hard to draw the line. It is because I've seen um Dustin from the friends I was talking about Jabria and them. It's like all those kids got famous and we love them. Yep. So it's like, will we not? We wouldn't have them if somebody didn't allow them to be on the internet. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, where do you where do you draw the line? Oh, at what age do you think? Okay, so with supervision. At what age do you think it's okay to be unsupervised on the internet? Um, in my head, me personally, I think that 16 is too... It's 16 is a weird age because it's like you're not an adult. Right, but you think... You're not you're a child. Like, you old enough to go to prom at this point. So it's, it's like you're you able know. to drive. You're able to do things like that. So it's like, how am I going to manage that person's account because i feel like that happened with beyonce's nephew but that was because some stuff had got out i think i want to say just high school age in general um it's just tough because i'm not maybe i'm just thinking about young girls in this case but i hate seeing young teenage girls posting like risky photos on the internet yeah it's just and, really, really bothers me because they don't know what they're doing, number one. They don't know what they're actually attracting. And it's like, you are a minor. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of yeah. dangerous. So I I definitely think high school, at least, I think that, 
you know, high school is the, is the last step before college. You have started to see some maturity. You will learn to drive. You'll be old enough to work. So you have like whoever you're going to be as an adult, you are kind of starting to get those attributes solidified in this age. Not for not really, but you can tell if you have a good kid or not yeah. <laughs> at this point. Um, I but I also think what... you should keep your kids busy. If they stay busy, maybe they won't have time so much. <laughs> yeah, um, I do feel I feel you when you say that about like you think you think about the girls, but that happens to guys too, obviously. But yeah, um, a good example would be because um, because in my head I'm like, yeah, 16 they can use their phone, but I'm thinking about Rashida and Kai because the thing about it is he ended up having some pictures leak online and it was a lot it was like a lot of um very graphic photos of him that he took in the bathroom and wherever um they were and kids on- be doing it and they was doing that when we was they, yeah. I mean, you know what i'm saying so he had those posted online and it it was said that he was sending me okay so he had a parent Call Rashida and it made a big thing about their sons dating. Like Kai was dating her son and it was a big thing. So when it was brought to Kai, apparently he said that he were, he he's not gay. He wasn't sending it to the, the boy. He was sending it to an older man who was giving him money. That's even fucking oh, worse. Right. That's worse. Like oh, what? Geez. And it's like you, and this is another thing too. And that's when I start talking about the blurred lines with social media, your people's audiences is all ages now. It's not just mature audiences. So these young kids are trying to live like these older people. They see, you know, that's why when, when you see these 18, 19 year olds mad because they ain't making six figures yet, or they getting BBLs. It's like, that shouldn't even be on your mind yet. But because they have the same access as us, they are inspired yep. or influenced by people that are our age. So they think that they should be doing the same thing or they're exposed to it so early before they can evolve in other areas. It's just, yeah, that's too and bad. Said, that's why even, just don't I, have these men's kids. I'll be having to talk to my nieces. Like my niece is 20 and my other niece is 24. Uh, my nephew is, is 27, I think. 27, yeah. And so... He kind of, I still talk to him about certain things, just let him know, like, this ain't cool. Don't be doing this. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I tell him, I'm like, I don't want to seem like I'm trying to be your parent or nothing, but I just want your, I got your best interest in it. I couldn't be your uncle and not, and allow And not to- say something. Right. I would do the same for my niece and nephews. So my younger niece, um, my sister was explaining to me that my younger niece, she's been dating some boys since high school and he's very mannerable. He's so nice. He always takes her out to dinner. Like she went to school um, in Gordon and he went, I guess, to Georgia State or something. So they weren't close in school, but he would go get her on the weekends and they do something and he'll drop her back off. Mm-hmm. And so it was something like that. But my niece told my sister that she don't want to date him because he not basically he, she didn't want to date him no more because he wasn't no popping ass nigga. Oh yeah, like, you you did mention this on the episode a while back, and I just felt like if she's not happy, she does him. need to break up with him. But that's also a terrible way of thinking because it's real ghetto out here. Yeah, and I, I have to explain that to her. I'm like, girl, no, no, no. no. It's, and it, all that is based on social media, but yeah, it's just it's terrible, man. I, I mean. It's a gift and a curse because I love social media just like the next person, but I also am about to be 33 years old and I have 
always been disciplined enough to not be influenced by some of that stuff or to be mindful of the things I share online that other people not so much now I know that we all are different no matter how we're raised we're still going to end up taking the path that we're going to take but you know I don't know it's just scary yeah anyway let's wrap this episode up Hannah like a gift Hazel don't even have control of her own account (laughs) she be tapping stuff on my phone I'm like okay now you're gonna get me in trouble she need to get you in trouble. Sparks up their life <laughs> a little bit. Anyways, all right, y'all. So, um, hope y'all have a good Valentine's Day. I hope y'all have a good my birthday. Actually, we'll have a new episode on my birthday, but that's it. <laughs> so, we need to probably record that earlier because I oh I we will. That. Okay. Well, we can <laughs> record Tuesday. Day. No, wait, well, let me see. Your birthday is on a Wednesday, right? Yeah. We need to do a Tuesday. That's what I just said. I mean, Monday. Sorry. Uh-uh, that's Valentine's Day. I got plans. Oh, that is Valentine's Day. Um, shoot, Sunday Super Bowl, so I can't Sunday. do it. Sunday. Oh. Um, well, we'll just see. <laughs> Tuesday. We can do it, I think. I think that should work, honestly. I mean, I, Monday could work, but I just don't no, know. No, we could do it Tuesday. I ain't going to do I ain't got no Valentine's. So I'm actually off. Um, I took the week off. So if you want to record anytime Tuesday, we oh, can. Oh, perfect. That would be good. Okay. Boom. We record early. So, yeah. So next week after the episode, I will be going to Africa on Alicia's birthday. That sucks. I'm sorry, friend. I'm going to get you something real nice. Trifling. Give me a... Um, I want something I handmade. I definitely know I would give you, get you because you just buy. Well, you don't just just buy. give me something handmade, something reflective of. Um, you don't have to give me nothing to be honest, but if you want, I to, got you something from Tulum. But and how I'm gonna get it? I was trying to find a way to ship it without it breaking. It's okay. I'll get it when I come out that in two years. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so. I'm excited about that. I'm getting prepared for that. And I'm also getting prepared for these jobs that I got planned up. So that's it. That's all I got. I'm ready to get this. I'm ready to get this Africa trip over with though. Cause I hate flying for a long time. That's all I can think about. Yeah. Is it nonstop? Um, I have a layover in Atlanta. The the irony. I'm tired of Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta to, to where? At, to at, from Atlanta to Joburg. And how long is that? 18 hours? 16. Um, not too bad. I pre- I wish. I mean, so we, we we crossing our fingers for Delta One. It's it's twelve open seats. I'm platinum. Uh, you'll be fine. You'll get. You'll uh, have some because I. It was some empty ones on my flight when I went to Kenya. When I came back from Kenya, because that's when I flew Delta One. Good. Period. Okay. Cool. Well, enjoy your trip. I am very envious. Hopefully, I can go somewhere international this year. But we'll see what COVID time my child. It seems like it's calming down, but that's what it be every time. Yeah. I think that they had honestly. I think that they they purposely put that um um Omicron in the air, and everybody got it, and now everybody got their little ninety day immunity, and everybody chilling because now they lifting the uh, mask mandate in California. Um, they claim they're not list, lifting it; they're allowing the counties to make their own choices, which is stupid. Child, that's stupid. Use your brain. Anyway, what's so y'all- crazy? What's so crazy is. Uh, they don't even, you know how people, well, they don't even check the, the vaccine cards unless you're going to like a gay bar. I've never been asked to check my vaccine card except at the airport. Yeah, they check it. I don't yeah. go nowhere either, so never mind. Yeah, I feel you. You better, you better before your nine days is up. No, I don't care that much. I'm not okay. pressed to go anywhere. 
I feel you. Well, have fun with your five walls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>